Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Not me, that is for sure. So get this, Nair. Yes, Nair, the OG has leveled up. They've got these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell amazing. I just used the coconut oil and vitamin E shower cream, and I seriously forgot I was in my own bathroom. It smelled like a spa. Plus, it's allergen-free, so it's gentle for your skin, and it worked in as little as three minutes, so no nicks, no cuts, and the smooth skin lasted days longer than shaving. Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all those nasty chemicals like phthalates and sulfates, so you can feel good about what you're putting on your skin. Have a me-time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Bean Dad. The Dress. 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And that's what you really missed with Jenna and Kevin, an iHeartRadio podcast. Welcome to um, That's What You Really Miss podcast. Ask me anything. Today is a very special day because I think this is like some of our favorite stuff. We get to answer all of your questions. So many questions. That you submitted on our Instagram. Thanks for writing in. We love it. We love doing this. Thank you for taking the time, for being thoughtful. Um, So let's just... Hop into this, shall we? Yeah, Kevin, there's so many that I'm literally just going to scroll down and just pick the first one. I'm just going to stop somewhere like Russian roulette for this first one. Okay, great. Okay, give it to us. All right, let's see. Who would break character the most and least? You know, people were pretty good at not breaking. I was going to say, we don't, I don't know that we had a lot of people break. No, I would probably say for the absurdity of her lines, Jane never really broke. Right. She would even in character when she'd do like, let me say that again and yes. just do it again. She'd stay in, in that same voice. Yeah, and, she would. Um, I, I think when we didn't have a lot of people who broke like often, it was like if one person broke, though, everybody would go. It was kind of like the trickle effect. Like yeah. if if the room went, we all went. <laughs> yeah. 
Everyone you know? went down together. Yeah. That's very true. Okay. I want to know if you sing the whole song when you filmed a scene and then they cut it for TV. No. So, sometimes... We never filmed the entire song, no. We recorded an entire song and then we shot to an edited form of that, um, which was usually like a, a verse, chorus, bridge, chorus type thing. TV edit, the American Idol edit. Um, but sometimes even then it would get chopped down to an even shorter version. So some of what we filmed would not actually make it in if they were short on time for the episode. Right? Yes, that is right. Yes. Were you able to have a say in which songs you sang on tour? Somewhat. Somewhat. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, for me, there was an encore situation. And I have to say, all the Glee ladies really fought for me to be able to do safety dance, to get up and dance on tour, because it was really important to for all of us to stay in character. So I was in the wheelchair. But because we were going on this big arena tour, upgraded from the previous tour, Ryan Ryan basically made the set list. And then when it came to the encore, he came into our green room during rehearsals in Vegas and said, let's put it to a vote. And I was really nervous because all the girls had sort of been plotting of like, we're going we're gonna to get you to do safety dance. Mm-hmm. And you guys really spoke up. And, you know, we're, we weren't used to being in the position to like speak up to Ryan and suggest things. This was his baby. Yeah. But Tor felt a little different. Yeah. And you all voted and Ryan did not seem too hot on <laughs> doing um, safety, safety dance. dance. You're right. He didn't. Yeah. I think he was concerned because of the outreach and the outpouring of people, you know, handicapped mm-hmm. people who were really feeling totally. represented and we wanted to stay in character. And I think he was nervous about it probably. Yeah. But also the encore, because it was the encore, I, I think the girls felt like the show was set. The encore was kind of like this extra thing where we knew a couple of numbers like New York State of Mind was going to be in there. And then there were a couple of other things that were like, Ryan was like, talk to me about this. Let's talk about the encore. What would be fun? What do we think the people will want? Like kind of thing. And I think that's why we felt like we had the agency to speak up was because it, it felt like a real conversation that like the encore could go many ways, which... I remember really Ryan really pushed back on it and we really pushed back on it on it as well. We were like, we really want safety dance. We all got to be in it. We all wanted you to be dancing. And and it worked. I was totally shocked worked. it worked. Yeah. I, I was sitting there. I will never forget it. I remember where you were sitting. I remember where I was sitting. I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Because <laughs> you guys were all speaking up. And like we had never done that. Right, right. And I really, also earlier that day, so Dana Walden, who is now the president of Disney Television or something, she was the head of Fox Studio then, or Mm -hmm. Network. Is it Network Studio? I don't know, one of them. And she came to visit and we were talking about how the rehearsal was going. And Ryan was like, well, PYT might get cut. I was like, really? It's my my only song. (laughs) I think we just had different tastes in music. Right. And so, you know, the things that were important to him were not important to me. And the things that were important to me were not important to him. Sure. Sort of thing. So I was in the midst of all of this, I was like, I may have no songs on this tour. And then I went from having no songs to basically 
running the entire encore. Literally, the whole thing. Do you remember T- True Colors was also not in the encore? No, but it did get added in. How did it get added in? I don't remember. Yeah, I so Naya was sick in London, and that's when oh, that's Am- right. Amber did River Deep by herself, which that's was crazy. Right. That's right. and she sang both parts. <laughs> it was really didn't miss an ad lib. We were sitting back there like, oh my god, because she <laughs> didn't really have any time to rehearse it. That's right. But you know, she's I mean, oh, that's so right. <laughs> and then we added in True Colors, and it was, I have a picture of you rehearsing it in that empty O2 arena. Oh, my God. Well, yes, I it was, was in the O2, and um, it was the only song the band got to play live on the entire tour. Really? We didn't have a track for it, because it wasn't in the list, on the list. Yes. And so, that's not to say the band wasn't playing live. There were pre-recorded parts in each yes, song yes, that the yes, band yes, was playing along yes, with. Yes, yes. Um, but it was the only fully... Yeah. unrehearsed no help no track nothing that we sang completely live which was really really fun do you remember in chicago during pyt the backgrounds started playing at the wrong time i thought they went out yes yeah, so it was something <laughs> on the pre-recorded parts started playing at the incorrect time and i'm looking around on either side of me to the band like what's going on and i just kept singing over it <laughs> and then the guy who was in charge of the playback was felt so bad afterwards. I was like, it's fine. Yeah, that, whatever. Those things like, happen. Like yeah. that, also, they never happened. That was the only time that ever happened. Like, <laughs> whatever. It's all good. But oh my God. I remember sitting up there being like, um, uh, does anyone want to? <laughs> because the our music director, Chris Pulley, he could speak to us in our in-ear monitors. Mm-hmm. Just in case something happened. <laughs> if something happened, you would you'd all of a sudden hear this voice in your ear, <laughs> and he could communicate with us. So I was like, Chris, and anything? Help. I just started like grunting, like ah, stop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. I remember uh, hearing something weird because we we're down below at that point, and when something goes awry or goes off from what you're he- used to hearing every night, you're like, something's yes. weird. Something's happening right now. You're yeah. like, what's going on? It was a matinee. I blame the matinee. Well, matinees are always a little rough. <laughs> Jenna, the weather is finally getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Yes, it is. And I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. And luckily, I found Quince. Now I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year like premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And the best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices in premium fabrics and finishes. We love that. I just got the silk skirt, and then I also got the um, 100% organic cotton striped sweater. It's great quality. For that price, I literally shop here all the time now because it is just undeniable. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash really for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash really to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash really. Let's talk about something we can all relate to 
hair removal. Not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Between Nick's cuts and razor burn, the worst. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally the best thing ever. Nair's new scents have turned my bathroom into a spa. My favorite is the soothing aloe and water lily body cream. It smells so good. Plus, it's designed for lingering freshness, so I smell and feel good for the rest of the day. And who doesn't love that? Nair's new shower and body creams are super easy to apply and work in as little as three minutes, and my smooth skin lasts days longer than shaving. You can use it on your legs, arms, underarms, even your bikini area, which is perfect with summer right around the corner. I just went on a trip to New York to visit my family and I used Nair before I left. I didn't even need to pack a razor because I knew my legs would be smooth the entire trip. So check out the new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. So smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What was your favorite on-location destination? New York. <laughs> I mean, going to New York. Yeah. New York was great. It was chaos, but it was really, really fun. Okay. Someone said, I saw a TikTok saying Jenna once had a crush on Kevin. Is this true? Oh, my gosh. Of course it was. We talked about this before. Yeah, it was. I did. I went to see you perform with NLT, and my little lady parts got all crazy. <laughs> and <laughs> No. No. No, not little lady parts. Oh, oh no. Uh, I'm sweating. Oh, God. No, I, you know, it's like, it's like, I remember being in high school or being so young and like every, in every situation you're like, where's the person? Where's my person? Yes. Yes. And luckily, you were still my person, just not that way. Yeah, it was a platonic person. Yeah, totally. But in high school, you're always like, but could it be? You know, yeah. you're just so hopeful. I don't know yeah. what that is. It's maybe society making us feel like we have to be in love all the time. But, um, or my hormones were raging. I don't know. <laughs> it was probably both. We were all in yeah, that same it's, boat. It's all exciting and new and all these fresh, fresh blood, we love to call it. <laughs> Um, the next question was who hooked up that's the only thing that they asked is who mm-hmm. hooked up it's easier to answer who didn't <laughs> if Glee were to do Harry Styles what songs would you want and who would sing it 
I think we could do a whole Harry's house episode. Yes. Yes. I mean, as it was, would have to be on it. Mm. And I think so many people would sound great singing that. I'd like to hear Amber sing it. I mean, I'd like to hear Amber sing anything. Yeah, there you go. What was your favorite character swap in props? Oh, this is so hard. Oh, man. Um, I might have said this before, but I think the Diana. Diana, yeah. And, <laughs> and Vanessa sugar. switch. Yeah. <laughs> Quinn and Sugar. <laughs> you watch Diana play Vanessa. Vanessa's just such a character on her own. So, like, uh, like to watch somebody do it so well and <laughs> so good. It was so good. I will say your, yours and Naya's was also very hard um, to not laugh at. When we had that scene with the two of you and she's in the wheelchair and you have the pony... How many times do we have to do that? Because I feel like I could not. I had to close my eyes to do that scene. A, a few times, uh, quite a bit. But I was, I was really fighting to be in a skirt. I mm. wanted the full thing, but Ryan was against it. <gasps> I think they thought it would be too distracting. Really? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, it, I really was trying I to. I think do, you should have done it. Yeah, I really wanted everything, but you know, it's okay. <laughs> Has doing this podcast been what you expected? Good surprises? Hard moments? Great surprises, I think. This has been really great. I think Ryan set the tone for us, which we weren't expecting or we didn't ask for it um, in really like allowing us to kind of have the space to be honest about our experience, but also share with you all of the good things that came along with the show that like get overshadowed all the time. But that's not really a surprise. I think it was like how therapeutic this has been and how um, honest we have been able to be has been surprising to me. What's been surprising to me is how meaningful it's been for some of the crew and cast to come on and mm -hmm. share their positive, you know, echoing what you said, like share their positive experiences because i think understandably the show left a lot of people uncertain how to feel because we experienced so many high highs and we experienced quite a few very low lows mm -hmm. and you know negativity and sadness can sometimes be the overwhelming i think feeling that you can gravitate towards and i it's been really positively reaffirming for us that you know after we've had a couple of the um cast and crew on they've texted us separately to just thank us and also has helped them reframe how they see the show and honestly that selfishly has been our intention for ourselves right and like for ryan when we first mentioned it to him and it's been it's meant a lot to us that people have trusted us to come on and speak openly about that and it's been a, a very very fun experience so far. Oh, yeah. I have to say. Yeah. I hope yeah. everyone listening is enjoying it. I don't think there has been any real hard parts yet. No. Not yet. There's still yeah. time. Yeah. Don't There's worry. always time. Somebody said, this is not a question. I went to a Glee Soul Cycle ride yesterday. It was the best 45 minutes of my life. I got to tell you, I would enjoy yeah. that. That sounds actually good. <laughs> I would love to do that. 
Uh, yeah, there's so many songs to choose from. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why doesn't Jenna think Rocky Horror is a musical? That's what I was just about to ask. Got, yeah, Jenna. Why don't you think Rocky Horror is a musical? I take it back. I, I've, I've done, I've gotten enough backlash <laughs> from the Rocky Horror episode. Um, but people do agree with me that Daisy Jones and the Six is a TV show about music. That I understand. Um, Rocky Horror is a musical. I it it is a musical. I'm not Thank sure. Thank you for clearing that up. Yeah, yeah. I stand corrected. <laughs> Correct yourself. <laughs> Correct yourself. Um, which cast members are most like their characters, and which are opposites? That's a good question. I would say, in the non creepy ways, <laughs> it's not a good way to start this. Yeah. <laughs> um, Matt Morrison. Was is like so kind mm-hmm. and welcoming, and really just about making sure everybody is like having a good time and chill. And then that way it reminded me of Shu because we did look to him probably because he was playing our teacher. Yeah, he he was like our sort of like adult leader leader around us, and yeah. he was s- similar in that way. No, right? I yeah, I definitely agree. I think there are parts of us in all of our characters. Yeah. Um, but the best and the worst. But um, yeah, I agree. I think there was that very caring, deep caring yeah. part of Matt. But I don't think anyone was really like. To a T. Too similar. Yeah. To no. the character, actually. Do you wish that Tina and Artie relationship lasted longer on the show? Someone didn't finish the series. <laughs> I wish there was more Argentina throughout, like relationship wise, Uh, (laughs) because yes, full circle, we do come around. Spoiler alert! But yeah, you off you go off and date a ton of other people. So, Mm -hmm. what are some of your favorite outfits on the show? Oh my goodness! All of Emma's wardrobe, Emma Pillsbury's wardrobe was just, and I do I love as insane as insane as it is. I think that Adidas wedding dress. On Sylvester <laughs> is incredible. You also really liked Kurt's clothes. You always would be like, "Can yes. I have this? Can I have this?" Yes, I'll never forget. And when I think about that, I think about how when Alexander McQueen died, and mm-hmm. Lou, costume designer, put Kurt in all Alexander McQueen for that entire episode. Yes, brilliant, brilliant, Just brilliant. Like a silent dedication to him, which was really sweet. I have to say. There are some Tina looks that I really liked. Oh, yeah. Some of those were incredible. Some of them were really annoying. (laughs) (laughs) Fashion is pain, Jenna. Yeah, whatever. Let's talk about something we can all relate to. Hair removal. Not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Between Nick's cuts and razor burn, the worst. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally the best thing ever. Nair's new scents have turned my bathroom into a spa. My favorite is the soothing aloe and water lily body cream. It smells so good. Plus, it's designed for lingering freshness, so I smell and feel good for the rest of the day. And who doesn't love that? Nair's new shower and body creams are super easy to apply and work in as little as three minutes, and my smooth skin lasts 
days longer than shaving. You can use it on your legs, arms, underarms, even your bikini area, which is perfect with summer right around the corner. I just went on a trip to New York to visit my family and I used Nair before I left. I didn't even need to pack a razor because I knew my legs would be smooth the entire trip. So check out the new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. So smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Favorite Diana memory. <laughs> oh my God. Where do you start? You know, I like going on tour with Diana was like a lot of fun. She is so much fun and the sweetest person on the planet. And I feel like going out with her in some of those cities to go like just explore and having those. She loves to do that. Like it, ha, sitting down in a random town at like a random meal with Diana is. <laughs> well, the best. Uh, let me tell a Diana story. So this is Diana in a nutshell. We went to Australia. So first she's like, you guys, let's go to New Zealand while we're here. And I'm like, what are you talking about? We just got to Australia. She's like, it's like a, just a plane ride. Let's go. It's like five or six hours. Yeah. I was like, that's far, Diana, for one day. She And that's Diana. She's like, okay. She's like, then. She's like, oh, my God. The concierge told me that there are penguins. And they come out, like, at the crack of dawn or at sunset. I can't remember which one. 
and you take like an hour bus ride and you go and you sit there in silence and you wait for the penguins to come out. And she went by herself, didn't she? Yeah, I was going to go with her. I think you and I were going to go with her. And we were like, feels like a long time to be waiting for penguins as much as I love penguins. I was like, I'm not sure that that's the trip I want to do right now. Yeah. And she went by herself. At the height of glee, just went by herself and waited for those penguins and saw those penguins do their little march. <laughs> she doesn't give a shit. She will do whatever she wants. She'll go on her little adventure. And I'm <laughs> always, I admire her I know, spirit and independence. It. It's just the cutest. How crazy was it shifting into a new dynamic in season four with the new cast? It wasn't that crazy, right? It, well,. It was weird. It was it was different that the shift oh, happened. There was a weird shift. <laughs> it was different because Kevin and I were then juniors staying in school and then all of our people went to New York. Yeah. And we were like, where did everybody go? Yeah. It was like everybody was so nice and they are all so sweet and it happened the shift happened quick i remember that yeah. it was like okay cool we're all on the same we're all on the same team here yeah but it was a big move it was and i remember being envious of them in many ways because in, of our old friends because they got to go to a whole new set they got mm -hmm. new storylines they got to go to new york like it was refreshing, right? You get to do right. something new, almost like a different show. Whereas we were still in the choir room, and I was like, "Here we are! Thank God, Kevin's still here. Thank God, Court's still here." And and it felt like, um, and then the kids started to like look to us, which was really sweet. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it was like we were the elders. We were the elders, and it was kind of fun. It was like this is how it goes. But we're just going to be nice to everybody. And we had some really, really fun times with them. In the beginning, I remember being like, this is your initiation. F***ing welcome. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and then we all bonded really, really fast, which was really cool. Yeah. We lucked out because you never know what personalities are going to get thrown into the mix. <laughs> and especially true. like when you've been there a long time and you feel very comfortable with how things are. Throwing in that much new energy and blood. Yeah. Can be risky. And it, it we was. Really lucked out. Oh my God. We lucked out to the nth degree. Yeah. What a joy we, really we had yeah. with these guys. Anyway, um, I could go on forever about those those little lifelong friends, you efforts. know? I love them. I miss Jacob Artist so much. Jesus. Laughs. Yes. <laughs> I even have to have him. We're gonna have to have him on. I don't even remember what number he has it was. To do the entire entire interview as his impression of you it was shout <laughs> laughs <laughs> love them oh my god oh god what a fun time <laughs> um was it hard to transition from a very busy schedule to a less busy schedule when glee ended that's a good question mm -hmm. i moved to new york <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I got to get out. Um, and I kept I kept moving. So I think I was just kind of in denial of the show being over um, and kept moving. But yes, it was very strange to be working and 
not be working on Glee and have a much easier schedule. Yeah. What did you feel? I immediately went to London to go (laughs) do a TV show. And I missed the rap party. I do regret some of that. Mm. That sucked. Uh, At the time, I was like, whatever. You know, we had to like mentally prepare ourselves that this thing is coming to an end. So it was sort of like... Prepare yourself to do other things. Yeah. And I was so like amped up to do other things because we couldn't really do other things for like seven years leading up to that. And so I was very gung-ho about it, but I do wish I wasn't as gung-ho about it. I think we all felt that way. I think we all reacted that way. I didn't really feel it until about a year or two afterwards because I worked basically through the next year and a half Yes, in London, same. London most of the time. Mm-hmm. And then it was, but, but that was already set up. So when the things that were already set up ended, we're like, oh, wait, now what do we do? Yeah, it wasn't until like 2017 that I was like, yeah. oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh. Fully. It's a weird, weird sort of like come down. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, well, let's, let's check on these friendships that I maybe neglected for the past seven years. <laughs> um,. Artie and Kitty's relationship is because Kevin and Becca are friends, are besties. Is that why? I mean, no, we just, everybody got put together because the writers wanted it. Yeah. It made it easy because we were such good friends, but we were all good friends. So we just, you know, we were hired to be actors on the show to do the will of the writers. And so you just do it. Was it awkward to sing a song five inches away from someone's face, even especially of lip syncing? No. No. <laughs> we were just so used to it. What has to happen for tell him to see the light of day? I wish to listen to it someday in my life. I'm... I don't know, Kevin. We're going to have to ask Ryan about that one. Yeah. Should we? We should ask him about we it. We should. Okay. Here's just what we're release do. the um, unreleased songs of Glee. Yeah. I think you and I will have, <laughs> we'll have a dinner with Ryan. Let's plot this with our, the listeners and we'll get back to you. We'll talk to Ryan about it okay, and see what it will take to get some of those songs. Stay tuned. Well, like for Monster didn't get cleared, right? It didn't get cleared. We recorded it, but it didn't There's get a cleared. Difference. So like Monster didn't get cleared, so you can't release that. Tell him was cleared. We just never used it. Exactly. So any right. of the songs that were cleared with the artist, record labels, whoever owns the song. Right. But also they would have to have been paid for. Right. So as Glee no longer exists, there's probably not a Glee budget for music to purchase those songs. Fair, fair, So it'd have to be pre-cleared and pre-bought. Right. So we'll investigate. Maybe (laughs) never, but we'll investigate. Maybe never. Oh my God, have you all seen the Glee porno? Low-key, the song's kind of (laughs) slapped. Have we talked about this? I don't know that we've talked about this on the show. But yes, we have seen it. We have seen it. Unfortunately, we've we seen watched it. it together. We all, not just you and me, Kevin. Let's be clear. No, we all no, 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 no. Yes, it. and somebody's trailer might have been my trailer, but I think Corey got it right. Yeah, I had I I glanced. I had to walk. We away. We didn't watch the entire thing, like because once but you get it, you get it. Saw it. it. I mean, yeah, yeah, it was there. We knew about it. That so. really felt like an honor. True. It's like a yeah. It, it was like Sesame we Street made it. is doing it, and so is SNL and porn. porn. <laughs> yeah, the I trifecta. Mean, 
of making it <laughs> in more ways than one. And with that, I think uh, let's wrap this up. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for uh, some great questions writing in. Hopefully we answered your question. Have fun Googling whatever we just talked about. <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you again for listening. Thank you so much for writing in and caring. I know. This has been so much fun for us. We'll do another one of these soon. We're trying to do them every month, so let's keep it going. Love you, mean it. <laughs> that's what you really missed. <laughs> Thanks for listening, and follow us on Instagram at and that's what you really miss pod. Make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. See you next time. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.